Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. Let's divert from some of the intraday action this morning to talk about trends in the volatility space and how that fits in with trends in ETFs. David Nadig joins us, the Director of Research at ETF Trends. Dave, good morning. Welcome back to the show. You've got a post you put together on volatility. What is it to you right now that's interesting about this subject from your perspective and thinking about exchange-traded products? Well, you know, I think we had this run on what we thought were volatility products really over the last 10 years. These funds that track VIX directly through the futures market. Really, the bloom has come off the rose on those. We, we all know those things really had a deleveraging coming out of COVID or going into COVID in March last year. The assets really never came back. Instead, what we've seen, I think, is a lot more focus on using options to capture volatility a little more interestingly. I know you have Chem Carson all, all the time, uh, and, and he's always talking about the dealer hedging issues in the options market. That's where I think things are really getting interesting, right? We, we are now talking, I think, much more regularly about how these dealer options flows are really pinning volatility down at these low levels. You were talking about this sort of range in VIX we seem to be stuck in between around 15 and 20. And I go back to, to his uh, his point that, you know, it's a whole lot more likely that if we're down 10% in the market, we're going to go down another 20% very quick, right? That we're living in this fat-tailed market. I think that's really what's driving a lot of a lot of the market activity we're seeing right now. And we have a raft of new products that are really looking to pay attention to some mm. of those trends in the market. So, Dave, uh, that's pretty interesting because we've talked about this a lot, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Mr. Carson, uh, Kai volatility and the way he thinks about the bid and the demand. It kind of overlaps with some of the conversation we have uh, with bond experts as well who talk about the lack of uh, safety trades and the demand for uh, for them for a constant return, whether it's the price insensitive bid that happens in bonds or that constant grind lower in vol. But for those that remember the ETF uh, kind of attempt to capture the low vol, the short vol trade, and it's a miraculous blow up, what do we learn that what tweaks should we expect in terms of thinking about i mean like are we are we going to go back to that trade basically could that come yeah. back I, I don't think so. I think we've learned our lesson that trying to play this through the VIX futures market is probably not the smartest way. Really, what we've seen is a rise of two different kinds of strategies. And I, one solves that bond problem. Actually, I'd highlight something like Nationwide's Newsy product, right? It's built for retirement income, but what it's really doing is running a caller strategy on the queues, right? So it's generating income by selling the calls on the queues, which is obviously a very volatile index, but at the same time, it's buying puts on downside. So so it compresses your returns and extracts income, right? So that's actually a very interesting hmm. way of creating a bit of a lower risk act, uh, asset out of the options market in a very risky index. All the way on the other side, we have products from folks like Simplify. The one I'd highlight is SPYC, S-P-Y-C, right? Which is actually taking basically the yield of the S&P 500, about 2%, and using that to buy both tails. So that if Chem Carson is right, and we're more likely to tip off this volatility middle than we are to stay here, then you have the opportunity to profit both on the upside or on the downside as that surprise volatility catches up with us. I think it's important that in investors realize to participate in that kind of convex volatility, you kind of got to position early because those spikes are going to happen and recover pretty quickly. So for uh, SPICY, the one we're looking at right now, particularly interesting here, you've got that kind of basic 
uh, S&P 500 large cap connection, but then this will capitalize on extreme moves. Where does this kind of add that alpha on top of the regular S&P? Well, it's actively managed, so how far out of the money you need to be, how big a move you need for how long a period of time is going to change. So you're relying a little bit on the expertise of the folks there to really get you into those sweet spots. But actually, I think that's the right call. These are markets that are moving very quickly, understanding these second order Greeks, understanding the sort of, uh, you know, the gorilla in the room, the dealers options repositioning and their hedging activity. This isn't for the faint of heart. This is something you really need to be tracking day to day. What's exciting is we're starting to see these products that were, you know, formerly really the really the province of hedge funds only really show up in retail available products. So if you are a retail investor, I think you're much better off looking at one of these sort of ETF package solutions than trying to necessarily wade into the options markets one contract at a time trying to figure out where to put those trades on yourself. It's definitely a, a, an interesting approach here. Now we have uh, testing in a, you know, we haven't tested too much spicy just yet, right? Because we haven't had a lot of big down moves. Obviously, over the year-to-date period, it's going to be underperforming. The S&P 500, not by a ton, but uh, you know, by about 50 bips right now. Over the one year, it underperforms by more. That gap widens out because yep. it captures just a lot more straight upside in the S&P. But if there is more volatility, then this will catch up. Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize it's volatility in both sides. We often talk about volatility as only downside protection, and certainly that's where all the put buying is coming in. But uh, products like Spicy really can capture both sides. So if we do have you know two or three quarters of sustained earnings surprise, and we have a ramp year of 25% in the S&P 500, not necessarily my prediction, Spicy is going to give you even more participation in that, right? So it's the central tendency that you're sacrificing to really participate in those fat tails. All right, interesting. Okay, so uh, Dave, what about to come back to the other one in USI? Also uh, looking to use volatility dynamics, but this is more to try and capture a yield. Uh, as we can see, it's been pretty steady. It's near the highs. Doesn't look like anything we see in stocks. This is like more of a bond approach almost uh, using options. Exactly. I mean, I, I think what's so fascinating about this is you take a product like Newsy, which at the core is buying the cues and then doing options on the edges. And what you get is more bond-like returns. You're getting a 7 or 8% yield out of this and a fairly smooth ride. Importantly, because of the way it's structured, most of that yield right now is coming in the form of returned capital, which means you're deferring your taxes to the future as well. So it's kind of the best of all possible worlds and a really interesting income solution for folks. And I love the fact that it has that downside protection built in. There are other products out there that do just cover call writing. That's you know as old as the hills. But the fact that this is giving you that downside protection too, I think is really interesting. Okay, interesting. Uh, Dave, uh, so this is kind of like our potentially new way to think about vol within the world of ETFs. It's a, it's a little bit more than just a one directional trade, uh, basically. Yeah, I think we're headed towards a convex world, right? I think that convexity is a word we should all be getting used to using on a regular basis. Dave, what if uh, someone's looking at this and they go, you know what, um, I do think there's some volatility event coming and instead of trying to capture all these uh, dynamics, I just wanna get long vol. I mean, nothing's changed there, right? Same funds, same type of approach. Uh, those still survive. The short vol ones blew up, but uh, they're yeah. still pretty straightforward getting exposure to higher vol if you think it's coming. 
Yeah, I mean, VXX, UVXY, right? These are still very heavily traded products. None of them are over a billion dollars anymore. We used to talk about this complex really wagging the dog in terms of movements in the VIX, particularly in the out months. Um, really, a lot of the assets have come out of that and not really come back in. But at the same time, you look at the volumes in things like SPX options, it's clear that risk forward traders have just moved directly into the options market. Okay. Dave, a nice uh, conversation, a nice little change of pace here, thinking about volatility and ETFs, good stuff. Cheers, thanks. All right, thank you. Dave Nadig is the Director of Research at ETF Trends. Go check out his post with the, some of the real core volatility math and dots behind it.